صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد نكتنيو إن شاء الله ودي حديث جبريل عليه الصلاة والسلام ودي إكسبنيشن شيخ ربيع حفظه الله نعم شيخ ربيع the last thing we mentioned is about is that the that the Sunnah is on par with Islam, with the Quran, that the scholars and the Sahaba radiallahu whenever they would bring proof, it wasn't a matter of where they, they would look at the Quran first, then the Sunnah, and then, no, the Quran and Sunnah is at the same level because both of them from Allah, and so sometimes just like Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu did, he quoted from the Sunnah. When the people denied the Qadr, he quoted from the Sunnah. That if they were to give charity the size of Uhud in gold, it would not benefit them until they believe in the Qadr. And likewise, Shaykh Rabbi says, وَمِثَالُ ذَلِكَ أَنَّ أَبَا بَكْرَ الصَّدِّيقَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ لَمَّا عَزَمَ عَلَى قِتَالِ أَهْلِ الرِّدَّةِ اعترض عليه عمر رضي الله عنه وغيره من الصحابة. So when Abu Bakr رضي الله عنه, when he set forth to, to fight those the people who have left the deen, such that they didn't want to pay the zakah, and they tried to separate the zakah from the salah. And Abu Bakr saw that that was an incorrect matter. That zakah is a pillar, you have to pay the zakah for the poor and needy. So when Umar ibn Khattab disputed with him, or uh, he said to him that this is or he disputed with him and the rest and some of the Sahaba as well disputed him. Qalu, kayfa tu qatil qawman shahidu an la ilaha Allah. He said, how can you fight people who say la ilaha illallah? Wa anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. And that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, man shahidu an la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammadan Rasulullah faqad asama damahu wa maluhu. That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever bears witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the Messenger of Allah then he has made his wealth and his blood sacred. So why are you fighting those who say, La ilaha illallah? Ihtajju bil hadith. So they use the hadith as proof. This shows you Sahaba, they would use Sunnah or they would use Quran. Because both of it is from Allah. So sometimes they would quote verses, sometimes they would quote hadith. And that was considered to be um, a proof that they used. القرآن, so what we, this hadith mentions is in the Qur'an anyway. But they use the hadith. Because in the Qur'an Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That if they repent and they establish the prayer and pay the zakah, then they are your brothers in faith. But this ayah mentions zakah. So Abu Bakr Siddiq, when he said that, those who separate between the Salah and Zakah, they don't want to pay the Zakah, even if they testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. Even if they say, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, I will still fight them because they stop the Zakah. They stop paying the Zakah. And they withheld from paying the Zakah. And charity is for the poor and for the needy. Likewise, the other verse, فَإِنْتَابُوا وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتَوُوا الزَّكَاةَ فَخَلُّوا سَبِيلَهُمْ Then leave their affair. If they establish the prayer, and they give the zakat, they leave their affair. فَتَخْلِيَةُ السَّبِيلِ وَالْعِصْمَةُ عِصْمَةُ الدَّمُ وَالْمَالِ لَا تَتِمُوا إِلَّا بِالْقِيَامِ بِهَذَيْنَ الرُّكْنَيْنِ 
So they have to establish these two pillars for their wealth to be sacred, their blood to be sacred. They have to establish these two pillars. And that is paying the zakah, not just praying, paying the zakah. A shahid and a sahaba radhiallahu Umar radhiallahu anhu, and his son Abdullah and Gayruhum, and other than them, they used uh, as a judge, as a judgment, the hadith. And so that shows you that they used to consider the hadith to be the sunnah, to be like the Quran, that is wahi, that is revelation. And they answered with that which was, uh, which they knew. And Abu Bakr answered them and clarified to them the truth of the matter. So Kitabun Sunnah, in terms of ihtijaj, in terms of istidlal, Shaykh Rabbi says, Sawa. then they are the same from Allah. Al-Quran la shak mu'jiz, that it is a miracle, no doubt. Wala salah illa bihi. The prayer is not correct except that you come naam with the Quran. فَهَذِهِ مِنْ مَزَايَاهِ وَلَكِنْ فِي مِدَانِ الْإِحْتِجَاجِ السُنَّةِ وَالْقُرْآنِ سَوَى But in terms of giving proof, then Quran Sunnah is the same. So in the Salah, yes, Quran specifically, we read with the Quran. That is specific, no doubt. But in terms of giving proof, then you're allowed to use Quran or Sunnah. Both of them from Allah. لا فرق أن يحتج المسلم بنص صحيح ثابت عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. There's no, there's no difference then for a Muslim to use proof, the Quran, or the Sunnah. Whether he puts this one forward first or that one forward first. So whether he, if he mentions the Sunnah first and then the Quran, it's not an issue. The fact that he used a proof. لأن ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما هنا he says, مَا ذَهَبَ يَسْرُدُ الْآيَاتُ الْأَحَدِيثُ الْأُخْرَى وَالْآيَاتُ كُلَّهَا اِكْتَفَ بِهَادَ وَأَدَانَ بِهِ Likewise, Ibn Umar, as we mentioned, he didn't mention verses after verses after verses to show that those who don't believe in the Qadr, that they are misguided. No, he just mentioned that which he knew from the Sunnah. If they were to give charity, the size of Uhud in gold, it would not benefit them. لم يسرد الآيات ولا الأحاديث فيكتفى في مقام الاستدلال بما تقوم به الحجة ولو بنص واحد even if it's one proof so long as it's the proof is established then شيخ ربيع حفظ الله says في الحديث الأول سأل جبريل عليه الصلاة والسلام رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بعد هذا التأدب والتواضع عن الإسلام so جبريل asked about Islam ما الإسلام جبريل يعلم هذا والرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يعلم هذا. Yes, جبريل knew the meaning of Islam. And the Prophet knew the meaning of Islam. And جبريل asked this question. كلاهما يعلم هذا. Both of them knew this. فأجاب الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما يبدو بخلاصة ما جاء في القرآن. So the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم answered in summary of what he knew from the Quran. The five pillars. What is Islam? The five pillars. لأن هذه الأمور واردة في القرآن. Because this is mentioned in the Quran in many verses. الصلاة والصوم والزكاة والحج والإيمان بالقدر والإيمان بالملائكة والإيمان بالجنة والنار وما شكر ذلك from the aspects of إيمان or faith when he was asked about إيمان he answered from what he knew in a summarized way all of it is in the book of Allah and in the Sunnah of the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم but this what this proves is 
is the Prophet ﷺ, he came with jawami'ul kalim, concise speech. He didn't become excessive in bringing so much detail and the Messenger ﷺ brought that which was sufficient for the people to know with concise speech. In one sitting, he answered with one, concise, which is clear, concise, speech, which included all of the levels of the deen, or the pillars of the deen. Yani suffice with that which is sufficient, and that which is summarized with concise speech. And then Shaykh Rabbi Hafidullah says, mentions about there's a group of people, Ba'da Shabab, some youth, they came to me. And they started reciting to me or reading to me from a book about the definitions of Islam. They had a book with the definitions of Islam. More than 200 definitions about Islam. فَقُلْتُ I said to them, اِذْهَبُوا anni, <laughs> Go away from me. مَا عَنْدِ اِسْتِعْدَادِ he said, I don't have the ability for me. I don't want to waste my time. You give me, give me 200 definitions of Islam. I don't have time. Jibreel anzalahu Allah min as-sama'i liyuallima hadihi al-ummah dina. Jibreel, Allah sent him down from the sky. Yeah? Sent him down from above. Uh, that will teach the ummah is deen. He said that will teach the ummah is deen. From Ahad Rasulullah from the time of the Messenger until the, the hour is established. And the Messenger answered with one jalsa, one sitting, with an, an, an answer that is summarized. What is Islam? The five pillars. In words that are concise and comprehensive. But Shaykh Rabbi says, these, these youth, they came to me with 200 definitions of Islam. He says, ما عندي استعداد أن أضيع وقتي. I don't have the ability to, or I'm not ready to waste my time with these 200 definitions that they brought to me. وأكتفي بإجابة رسول الله. I suffice myself with the Prophet's answer to Jibreel عليه الصلاة والسلام. وما عندي استعداد لأتهجى وأتعلم هذا التخبط. I don't, I'm not ready to waste my time in learning this, uh, this futile تخبط, uh, mess. All over 200 definitions. And maybe in these uh, definitions there is contradictions. We ask Allah for His protection. And so, in the answer or in the question, Jibreel said, Ya Muhammad, akhbirni an al-Islam. Tell me about Islam. Islam That's the first aspect he said about Islam. Islam. This is the foundation from the foundation of Islam. And no, uh, no one is able to enter Islam except with this foundation. This is the, the door to Islam. That no one is able to enter Islam except through this door. And he's not going to be a Muslim. He will not be a Muslim except with it, the Shahada. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad is his messenger. Biha faqat. And what is, what is sought is not just the person just says it with his tongue. Because the hypocrites, they used to say it as well. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rebuked them for their lying, for their uh, being untrustworthy. 
إذ جاءك المنافقون قالوا نشهد إنك لرسول الله such that when the munafiqoon, the hypocrites, came to you and they said, we bear witness that you are the messenger of Allah. And Allah replied to them, Wallahu ya'lamu innaka la rasooluh. And Allah indeed knows that you are his messenger. Wallahu yashadu inna al-munafiqina la kathibun. And Allah bears witness that the munafiqoon, they are liars. Falmuradu biha. So what is the intent behind this meaning? What is the meaning exactly? Shahadatu an la ilallah. After having faith in it, to testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, to trust in it, believe in it. And it has conditions. From it is sincerity and yaqeen and ilm, knowledge, knowing it, its meaning. Seven conditions. وَالْيَقِينُ وَالْقَبُولُ وَالْإِنْقِيَادُ فَدْرِ مَا أَقُولُ وَصِدْقُ وَالْإِخْلَاصُ وَالْمَحَبَّةِ وَفَّقَكَ اللَّهِ لِمَا أَحَبَّةِ Knowledge of La ilaha illallah. Yaqeen, certainty that La ilaha is the truth, that only Allah deserves to be worshipped is haq. And acceptance, accepting it, not having hesitance, accepting it wholeheartedly. وَدْخُلُ فِي سِلْمِ كَافَةِ Enter into Islam wholeheartedly. فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُكَ فِيمَا شَجْرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجْدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَا قَضَيْتُ وَسَلِمُ تَسْلِيمًا Submitting to it wholeheartedly. Accepting it. Qabool. And likewise, in qiyad, compliance to whatever Allah calls you to. Fulfill His commandments. Sidq. Al-ikhlasu wal-mahabba. Sidq. Truthfulness. Be with the truthful ones. Kunu ma'as sadiqeen. And have that that this is the truth, this is haq, this is truth, and you be with it, sidq, and ikhlas, be sincere to your saying, la ilaha illallah, and mahabba, loving Allah, more than you love anyone else, loving the people of tawheed, seven conditions of la ilaha illallah. Then Shaykh Rabbi says, wa shahadatu anna muhammadan rasulullah, laysa ma'naha al-talafud biha aydan, it doesn't mean that you just say muhammad rasulullah, just merely with your tongue. Must have faith in it. And fulfilling that which it necessitates. And obedience to this Messenger in every affair. From the affairs. Second pillar. Establishing the prayer. It doesn't mean that you just pray only. بَلْ فِيهَا خُشُوعٍ But it has humility in it. And in it is ikhlas, sincerity. And it has conditions. And it has pillars. You must bring those conditions and pillars. Conditions before you come to the salah. Facing the qibla. Doing the wudu. These are conditions. The purity of the place. And the clothes. And the badan. These are conditions. Before you even enter the salah. Conditions are those which are shurut. Before the prayer. Pillars are in the prayer. That you must fulfill the pillars of the prayer. So if you fulfill these conditions and pillars, then you have established the prayer. It requires that you are sincere to Allah, to pay the charity sincerely and seek in the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You give it upon the correct legislated way. وَإِنْ طَلَبَهَا مِنْكَ الْإِمَامِ فَتَعْطِيهَا And if the lead of the Muslims calls you to give it, then you give it to them. 
and walil imam ida talabaha min al nas and the imam if he if the if he seeks it from the people the zakah such that he gives it to the poor but the people but the poor do not give it or refuse to give it then he fights them for that yani he makes sure they give it because this is something which is for the poor shaykh al-taymi rahmallah said the zakah is that which is the rights of the people it's not your money don't think that at the end of the year mashallah tabarakallah you have a bank balance and it's mashallah lots of money that zakah two and a half percent of your excess wealth is not yours it's already been apportioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it's not your money so don't think oh mashallah I have this and I have that no this is if you want to purify your money and you want tazkiyah you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use a kik then give the zakah give the zakki malik give the charity just as uh, the Abu Bakr fought the people who withhold from paying the zakah, then likewise the, the lead of the Muslims is the same. Now, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, خُدْ min amwalihim sadaqatan tutahiruhum وتزكيهم Take from their wealth, charity, that will purify them and purify their money as well. To zakihim, naam biha. To zakihim biha, wa salli alayhim. Inna salataka sakanun lahum. Salah here means dua, and supplicate for them. Your supplication for them is tranquility for them. This is for the people in their graves. The people in the graves. Inna salataka sakanun lahum. Your dua for them is actually tranquility for them. Wallahu sami'un alim. And Allah is all hearing, all knowing. Yaquluna laysa illa li Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa hadhi shubhatun dalla. The people say this zakah is only for the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when he passed away, they withheld from paying the zakah. It's only for Rasulullah to collect. Yani for him to, when he passed away, they withheld from paying the zakah. And this is a doubt, which is a misguided doubt that they fell into. And the companions opposed them upon knowledge and insight. And they fought them that this zakah is not only for the Messenger to collect, but for the leader of the Muslims. فَالْإِمَامُ إِذَا طَلَبَ الزَّكَاةِ مِنَ النَّاسِ أَوْ مِنْ أَحَدٍ so if the person refuses to give, then the lead of the Muslims, he can take it by force. And if they are a group of people, then he fights them concerning that, because this is for the poor. This wealth is for the poor, and for the needy, and for those who are, and those eight categories that are mentioned in Surah An-Nisa. And that is taken from him, and that is a portion from his wealth. As has been mentioned in the other hadith. Ramadan and fasting the month of Ramadan. The, the, the other pillar, the next pillar. And this is from the pillars. And a great form of worship. And it has conditions also. And from it is al-ikhlas. Being sincere to Allah that you fast for Allah's sake. Naam. To benefit yourself in order to train yourself to be a better Muslim and to keep away from food and drink and relations and other than that from what Allah has forbidden in that daytime until Salat al-Maghrib, until the Maghrib prayer, till the sun 
sets and Hajj al-Bayt Hajj in the Arabic language means al-qasd means to intend and in the Sharia it means it means qasdu baytil qasdu baytillah fi waqtin ma'luma li'ibadatin ma'luma fi waqtin ma'lum li'ibadatin ma'luma it is seeking the house of Allah for a specific worship in a specific time and that is the Hajj not like the Shia and Arafah you go to Arafah uh, which is the ninth day of the Hijjah. Uh, MashaAllah, Muslims gather together. Ninth day of the Hijjah. The Shia, they have their own Arafah. And they go another time. It's not. should be where the Muslim, where the time of the ninth comes. You should be in Arafah. So something you pick and choose. This is Arafah. And you miss Arafah, you miss Hajj. Al-Hajj Arafah. Because it's one of the important pillars of Hajj. And there are four pillars in Hajj. Naam. From that is intention. The intention to have to do the Hajj. Intention. And likewise, Arafah. And likewise, Tawaf was Sa'i on the day of Eid. Tawaf al Ifada, followed by the Sa'i. These are the four conditions of Hajj. And there are obligations. And if you leave an obligation, you've got a sacrifice. Man taraka wajiban daman, as Ibn Abbas said, that whoever leaves an obligation, then he should sacrifice a sheep. Not like nowadays. If you just your hair just if you comb your hair, uh, and the hair drops, and these uh, misguided sheikhs they say, oh yes, uh, sacrifice a camel, because a hair dropped. This is not the way. Shaving is not allowed when you're in the state of ihram, but if you comb your hair and the hair uh, 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 drops, doesn't mean that you have to uh, uh, sacrifice a sheep or a camel. Now they say everything is sacrifice. And some of them, they say, don't, no need to stay in Mina. Mina, the sp- spending the nights of Mina, in Mina. This is wajib. Most of the night is wajib for you to be in Mina. And then they make, make it up. No problem. Go to Azizi asleep there. Uh, and they miss out on an obligation. So how many sheep they go to sacrifice? Some people become lax. Some people become extreme. And some people become lax. Easy and, 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 and they miss out on the wajibat. Some people, subhanAllah, they're already on the plane. As soon as they did Arafah Khalas, they're already on the plane. How, yaqi? How? What about the rest of the obligations? What about the rest of the uh, throwing the stones on the Jamarat? They're already gone. Because they think, Hajj Arafah Khalas, I've done it. No. This is one pillar. Tawaf al-Ifadah and Tawaf and then Sa'i after it is a pillar on the day of Eid. Walahu Arkan. Hajj has pillars and it has obligations. You have to fulfill it. It doesn't mean that you just go to the bait of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only. Rather, you should fulfill those obligations of Hajj to the bait according to your ability. Then, Shaykh Rabbi Habdullah said, and Hajj is according to one's ability. What is for the one who's able to uh, uh, to perform it, that is al-istita'a al-zad wal-rahila. Istita'a means here al-zad, that you have enough provision, you have wealth to do the hajj. Some people don't can't afford it, so it's not obligatory upon them. Al-rahila, like the woman who came to the Messenger and said, my father, la yistati'u al-rahila, and he's not able to go on a form of transport. He can't sit on a Riding beast. So he's not able because of his old age. <coughs> so that person you can do on their behalf. 
if you've done it for yourself initially. <coughs> so if you find a man who has his zad and his rahila, he's able, his wealth, he's got wealth to do the hajj, and he's able to form of to go, to board a form of transport, then he is the one who's able. And he should fulfill this rukun, this pillar. And if he doesn't, then there are narrations which mention the seriousness of that. And from that is the narration of Umar radiallahu Man wajada maalan yahujju bihi wa lam yahujj fadribu alayhim al-jizya. Mahum bi muslimin, mahum bi muslimin. The ones who are able financially, but they don't do the hajj, fadribu alayhim al-jizya. Then upon them, <laughs> they should pay the jizya. Yani it's as if they're not Muslim, because hajj is a pillar. And of course, you have to establish the proof upon them. And maybe they're ignorant. Maybe they, they, they didn't intend that. Maybe they're ignorant. So before you call anyone a non-Muslim, you have to establish the proof, the hujja upon them. And it's ijma' upon that. And that is based upon ilm and al-qasd, as Shaykh Muthaymi mentioned. That the person must be knowledgeable what he's, of that which he has left. He should be knowledgeable of that, of what he's doing. And he should have qasd. He intended that kufr, intended the disbelief. Or tended to, uh, to leave an aspect of the deen which is known in the deen by the ruler, by necessity. هذا أمر خطير جدا فالحج عبادة عظيمة حج is a great form of worship وهو ركن من أركان الإسلام وإن كان في المسألة خلافات تلد في تكفير من ترك ركنا من هذه الأركان even though there's some differences or with regards the, the taking out of one's being a Muslim if they leave a pillar from any of these pillars, well, this is not the time for to give detail regarding this. But it's obligatory upon a Muslim that he should, in his heart, in himself, he should recognize the importance of these pillars and their necessity, their importance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Those who honor, those who respect, the legislation of Allah that is from the piety of one's heart. When a Turk khatir, leaving any one of these pillars is dangerous indeed. Some of the Salaf they said that the ones who leave these pillars, then they have disbelieved. There are some that said that. Even though it is uh, um, the position of, mo of some of the scholars is that no, they're not disbelievers. They're not disbelievers, but rather they're sinful Muslims. If they leave uh, a pillar, other than Kalimat al-Tawheed, you have to have Kalimat al-Tawheed. And Salah, they differed upon with regards the ones who left the Salah. Uh, out of laziness. As for the one who left the salah juhud and rejecting it, then there's no doubt all of them agree that the one who leaves prayer out of rejecting it, then this is the person is not a Muslim. And likewise, if they reject any aspect of the deen that is known by necessity, they are not a Muslim. But if one leaves it due to laziness, then that's why they differed regarding the salah. Some of them said he's a Muslim, sinful, oppressing himself. And some of them said, that he has left the deen. 
because salah there wasn't anything that is considered to be leaving as being kufr, as being disbelief, except leaving the salah. So the person should be careful with regards his deen, he says. He should not uh, leave any of these pillars because of their greatness, because they are the pillars of Islam. So when Jibreel said, tell me about Iman thereafter, the Prophet replied, and took me Billah that you believe in Allah and His books, and the last day, and the Qadr, good and bad. هذه الأمور وردت في القرآن. This is coming in the Quran. وردت في أول سورة البقرة. In the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah mentioned that. وردت في وسطها and in the middle and also at the end. Allah said Alif Lam Mim. ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه. Such is the book of which, where there is no doubt in it. Here, ذلك in Arabic it's like ذلك. Even though they translate as this is the book. Thalika usually means that. But in the translations of the Quran they say this. And actually, why was Thalika used instead of Hadha al-Kitab or Hadha huwa al-Kitab? Thalika lit-ta'zeem. The Arabs they say that for ta'zeem. To show you how important something is. Thalika al-Kitab. Huh? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Thalika al-Kitab to show you how great the book is. Even though they translate as this, but there should be a footnote to say that to show the blessing, to show the ta'zim of the statement. ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه without any doubt in it. خدنا للمتقين a guide to the pious. And who are they? الذين يؤمنون بالغيب those who believe in the unseen. والغيب هذا يشمل الإيمان بالله والملائكة والجن والجنة والنار. This is the unseen belief in the angels, belief in Allah and His angels. And in paradise, belief in the hellfire, wal mizan and the balance, wal sirat, and the bridge that each and every one of us, ma minkum illa wa Everyone must go past that bridge, sharper than the sword and finer than a hair. It goes over that bridge, and people will be grabbed by the hooks on that bridge and thrown into the fire. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Believers, they establish the prayer. They mention the second pillar. In the same verses, and with that which we have provided them, they give charity. And those who believe that which has been revealed to you, and those that which is revealed to those before you, and with the hereafter they are certain. Such are those who are upon guidance from their Lord, and they are the ones who are successful. وذكرها في قوله تبارك وتعالى الله also mentioned إيمان in the verses where Allah says ليس البر أن تولوا وجوهكم قبل المشرق والمغرب it is not righteousness that you turn your faces towards the east and the west ولكن البر من آمن بالله and the other verse ولكن البر من اتقى and piety is right righteousness righteousness is the one is for the one who is pious and here he said, وَلَكِنْ الْبِرَّ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ Righteousness is for the one who has believed in Allah. وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ And the last day. وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ And the angels. وَالْكِتَابِ And the books. وَالنَّبِيِّينَ And the prophets. وَآتَ الْمَالَ عَلَى حُبِّهِ And he gives charity. Even though he loves it, he gives charity. What Allah is providing him with. ذَوِ الْقُرْبَ وَالْيَتَامَ For those who are close, who I need, the relatives. وَالْيَتَامَ And the orphans. وَالْمَسَاكِينَ 
and likewise the poor and the one who's traveling who needs who's needy the one who's traveling he has lost his money or doesn't have enough to get home you give it, you give him charity and those who ask they in need so Allah mentioned the categories of those who are also deserving of charity and also mentioned about belief and he also mentioned about pillars. فَذَكَرَ مُعْظَمْ أُصُولِ الْإِيمَانِ mentioned most of the, the foundations of Iman. وَذَكَرَ مِنْ أُصُولِ الْإِسْلَامِ الصَّلَاةِ From the foundation of Islam, he mentioned also the Salah and the Zakah in the last part of Baqarah. That the messengers believe in that which has been revealed to them. The messenger believes in that which has been revealed to him from his Lord. And also the believers believe, the mu'minun, the sahaba and those who follow them upon righteousness. All of us, or all of them, sorry, they believe in Allah and his angels and his books and his messengers. They don't, and they do not separate between any of the messengers. They don't separate between any of the messengers in their call. Their call is one. Their manhaj is one. Their methodology is one. Their aqidah is one. They call to tawheed. But the other verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Tilka rusul ala ba'd. Such are the messengers that we have raised some over others. Like the ulul azm. They're the best of the messengers. The Messenger Sallallahu being the best of them. The Ulul Azm. Isa alayhi salatu, Nuh alayhi salatu salam, wa Isa alayhi salatu salam, wa Musa alayhi salatu salam, wa Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam, and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The five, the prophets of firm resolve, the Ulul Azm. They are the ones uh, who are the best of the prophets and messengers. But in that verse Allah said, Tilka Rasul faddalna ba'dum al-abad. In this verse, la nufarriqu bayna ahadim al-rusuli. The questioner came and he asked Sheikh Ben Baz, Rahmanullah, said, is there any difference? Is there a contradiction? He said, no, there's no contradiction. This one, la nufarriqu bayna ahadim al-rusuli, we do not separate between any of the messengers in terms of their call. And the other one, tilka rusul faddalna ba'dum al in terms of some have been raised over others, some the ulul azm have been raised over the rest of the messengers and prophets. فَهَذِهِ الْأَرْكَانِ مَذْكُورَةِ فِي الْقُرْآنِ These pillars are mentioned in the Qur'an, وَالْكُفُرِ and anyone who disbelieves in any of the pillars of Iman, then likewise he, li- he disbelieves in Allah. So differences with regards to takfir in other than the shahada, shahadatain. And other than the shahadatain, there occur differences with regards calling Muslims disbelievers if they left any of the other pillars. As for the pillars of Iman, if anyone disbelieves in any one of these six pillars of Iman, then they have disbelieved. That's why Ibn Umar, he regarded those who denied the Qadr as being disbelievers because it's from Iman, belief in Allah. وَإِنْ كَانَ إِنْكَارَ الْقَدْرِ Yatafawut, even though that the uh, um, those who deny the qadr they are on different levels. For example, those who came before us, 
they used to uh, uh, negate the, the previous knowledge that belongs to Allah. They say that Allah didn't know in the past what's going to happen before something happens. But when Ahl Sunnah gave them proof to refute them, some of them they came back to some extent. Yani in some aspects. Until they started actually telling the people, yes, we believe in the knowledge of Allah that has proceeded. Subhanallah. But at the same time, they still did not believe that Allah subhanahu creates the actions and He wills those actions. Yeah, and He creates the good and the bad and He wills whatever the person does in the end after He chooses, the person chooses what He wants to do. So they actually moved from one kufr to another kufr. So although they accepted this, they, did, they, they still did not, did not believe in the, in, in the Qadr correctly. And this is some of the scholars, they differed regarding making takfir upon the second category of them. So they believed that uh, the, the knowledge of Allah that preceded and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, commanded that is written, they believed in that. But what did they do? They disbelieved. And they denied that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a will, that He willed these actions for the ibad. They denied that. So some of the scholars, they differed regarding that particular group of Qadariya who denied the second aspect of the Qadr, not the first aspect. As for the one who leaves, na'am, who denies the, the knowledge of Allah that preceded any actions, then he disbelieves. Then he disbelieves a denial of the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger. This is why the Salaf, radiallahu anhum, they used to say, نَاذِرُوهُمْ بِالْعِلْمِ yani, Argue with them with knowledge, or dispute with them with knowledge. فَإِنِ اعْتَرَفُوا And if they themselves admit, اعْتَرَفُوا بِهِ خُصِمُوا وَإِنْ أَنْكَرُوا Kafaru, sorry. So if they admit, then alhamdulillah, they have been sufficed with the evidence. And if they still reject, then they have disbelieved. So what does it mean? The next part, it says, Iman billah. What does it mean? It means that Allah is the creator, and He is the provider, and He is the one who deserves to be worshipped alone. Iman of the angels, that they are the servants of Allah, honorable, mukramun. Mukarramun, Allah is na'am raised them and honored them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them certain actions that they do. From them are from them is Ijibril specific to deliver the revelation. And some of them have been given the the uh, the command to uh, to bring rain from this, from the clouds, and from them, Naam, I've been in con- uh, command to be in control of the mountains, and so on and so forth. And from them is the angel of death, and his helpers, from those who take the soul of the of the believers and disbelievers, 
and from them have been commanded with many actions that they have to fulfill and from them have been commanded uh, with with writing down whatever the actions of the people are وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ لَحَافِظِينَ those who are upon you as guardians kiraman katibin honorable writing down they do all they write down all that you do ila akhir al-a'mal wa minhum khazanatun nar from them are the gatekeepers of the hellfire wa minhum khazanatul jannah from them are the gatekeepers of paradise wa minhum as allah wa hum as allah says la ya'suna allah they do not disobey allah whatever he commanded them with wa yaf'aluna ma yu'marun and they do that which allah has commanded them to do then he said iman bil kutub believing in the books that have been revealed the kutub that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent to the messengers as a guide to the to mankind that is a pillar from the pillars of iman so whoever denies or rejects any of the books that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down then he's a disbeliever so you must believe in allah that he revealed the quran to muhammad sallallahu and the torah upon musa and the injil upon isa and the Suhuf ala Musa and Ibrahim and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down books that we do not know other books that we do not know as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said there are messengers that have been sent those that we have told you about and there are those that we have not told you about كَمَا نُؤْمِنُ بِالرُّسُلِ مِمَّنْ قَصَّهُمُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْنَا Likewise, we believe in the messengers, those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned about their stories. And we, mention, and we believe in the books that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned and those that haven't been mentioned. So we believe in every book that has been revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like the Torah and the Injil and the Quran and the Suhuf, all those that we do not know that have been revealed. But we believe in the general sense. That books have been revealed. And we do not deny any of that, nor do we deny the messengers that have come. They're every nation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent for them a nadir, a warner. Then Shaykh Rabbi Hafidullah continues, There isn't any nation except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a messenger for them for their guidance. We have come to know those who have come to know with detail and the specific messengers that have gone uh, and those that we do not know we still have to believe in the general sense and likewise the books we've mentioned there are those books that have uh, that specifically been mentioned and we believe in the, all those books we believe in all the books that have been revealed and all the prophets that have been mentioned and all the messengers that have been mentioned those Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned those that he hasn't mentioned this is the aqeedah of the Muslim. And the last day, we believe in the last day. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created the heavens and the earth. With, he didn't create them upon vain, without any reason. He said, مَا خَلَقَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْبَاطِلَىٰ مَا خَلَقَهَا إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ Except with truth. مَا خَلَقَهَا إِلَّا لِيَبْتَلِيَ الْعِبَادِ Allah didn't create these heavens and the earth except to test the people. تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الْمُلْكُ وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ because he created death and life to test those who do good deeds, correct deeds. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought about the heavens and the earth, the all the heavens and all the earths, 
وأوجد فيها العقلاء and made in it created for uh, 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 those angels uh, and the jinn and the ins mankind and he gave each of them their command that they fulfill as for the ins and the jinn they have that choice and those that fulfill they will enter paradise and those that turn away then he is disobedient and threatened with the fire wala budda min hisabihi and he must be accountable wan nas yarawna anna hunaka unasan madlumin fi hadhihi alhayat adunya wala yajiduna min man yunsifuhum fallahu alladhi khalaqa albashar wa khalaqa hadha alkawn li hikmati subhanahu wa ta'ala there are people who consider others or some people to be uh, oppressed in this life in this world and they do not find anyone for them to aid them or to be just towards them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the just he created the, he created mankind and he created uh, this cone this creation that we see and that which you can't even see he created it for great wisdom the hikmat in subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is not possible that somebody who is oppressed will go without being without his justice فلا بد أن يأخذ للمظلوم من الظالم no doubt the oppressor must get his rights from the from the one who oppressed the one who has been oppressory will get his rights from those who oppressed even a rammed horn يعني that has been rammed by another a horned ram that has harmed another ram نعم there will be justice even in that situation and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًا يَرَهُ whoever does an ant's way of a deed will see it then and whoever does an ant's way of a bad deed will see it then so good or bad you will see it فَهَذَا مُقْتَدَى عَظَمَةِ اللَّهِ this is what necessitates or shows you the greatness of Allah and his honor and his wisdom and his justice upon his creation upon his servants that there will be a last day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise the people and he will bring them to account of what they have brought forward in this life man ata Allah falahu al-jaza whoever obeys Allah then he will have his reward al-azim great reward wahu al-jannah and his paradise and whoever this whoever is disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings about kufr disbelief and shirk associate past with Allah then his recompense will be the hellfire forever وَمَنْ آمَنَ وَظَلَمَ بِالْمَعَاصِ and whoever believes and he press himself with sins other than shirk and kufr other than shirk associate past with Allah and other than disbelief then he is under the will of Allah if he wills he forgives him and if he wills he punishes him and Al-Qadr the last of the six beliefs the Qadr is good and bad we believe in that as is mentioned from Ibn Umar in the hadith we mentioned earlier that it is an obligation to believe in Al-Qadr and you will not be successful if you do not believe in Al-Qadr when the two tabi'een Yahya ibn Ya'mar and Hamid ibn Abdurrahman Al-Humayri when they asked him about a group of people who denied the Qadr then Jibreel asked about Ihsan tell me about Ihsan, righteousness and this is the highest form of the deen. Martabat al-wasi'ah, martabat al-islam first, then martabat al-iman, 
faith, then martabat al-ihsan, then righteousness, the best of these three, martabat al-ihsan. Because every believer is a Muslim, but not every Muslim is a believer. Yani is a mu'min. Mu'min is a higher form of a believer. He's a true believer. فَقَدْ يَكُونُ هَذَا الْمُسْلِمْ مُتَظَاهِرًا بِالْإِسْلَامِ Because this Muslim, outwardly, uh, he professes Islam, but in reality he's a, he's a, he's a hypocrite. لَكِنْ نَحْنُ نَأْخُذُ بِالظَّاهِرِ But we take from the apparent sense of the people. وَقَدْ يَكُونُ ضَعِيفَ الْإِيمَانِ He may be a person who's weak in Iman, very weak. Not complete in his Iman. So you say he's a Muslim, but you don't say he's a Mu'min. Because he didn't complete the rights of Iman, fulfilling those extra duties, voluntary acts, and those things which will make him a mu'min. As for muhsin, those who are righteous on a higher level, then every muhsin is a mu'min Muslim. Because ihsan necessitates that you have Iman and you have Islam. So Iman with Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, it necessitates that you have all of these traits. You are Muslim and you are a mu'min. This is why the scholars described Iman as being statement of the tongue, actions of the limbs and belief in the heart. Increases with the obedience to Allah and decreases with his disobedience. But Iman necessitates all of the actions. The, the big actions and the small actions, obligatory actions, the voluntary actions, that is Iman. This is all of that. Even leaving off sins, this from Iman. That's why the Prophet said, لا يزني الزاني حين يزني وهو مؤمن That when a zani, when a fornicator fornicates, whilst he's fornicating, he's not a believer because he's doing a haram, a forbidden act. ولا يسرق سارق حين يسرق Likewise, the one who steals, while he's stealing, he's not a believer. He's not a true. He's a Muslim, but he's not a true believer. And the one who's drinking alcohol while he's drinking it is not a true believer. Hadith in Bukhari and Muslim. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or the Messenger, وسلم, he negated that they are upon Iman. And he negated for them because of their sins whilst they're doing these sins. And it's a proof that leaving sins. Leaving disobedience is from Iman. So the Messenger وسلم, said, Al-Ihsan, ta'bud Allah, You worship Allah, though you see Him. That's His khlas. You worship Allah, though you see Him. And you bring that about yourself when you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ikhlas. As though you see Allah. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. And knows what's in your heart and you believe that and you affirm that and you do those actions and you know these actions that you are doing all of it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the apparent and the hidden the secret and that which is in front of others and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned مَا يَكُونُ مِن نَجْوَ ثَلَاثَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ رَابِعُهُمْ there isn't any gathering of three except that Allah is the fourth وَلَا خَمْسَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ سَادِسُهُمْ and there isn't a gathering of five except Allah is the sixth وَلَا أَذْنَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ No less than that. وَلَا أَكْثَرَ No more than that. Except Allah is with them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and He's with them with His knowledge. 
وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ When my servant asks of me, then I am close. أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةِ الدَّعِي إِذَا دَعَانِ I answer the call of those who call when they call. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ They let them answer my call and believe in me that they may gain enlightenment to do good deeds. When is uh, sunrise? Six forty-four, yeah. So therefore, inshallah, we have five more minutes. We'll just give five more minutes, and then we can pray two rakats. Whoever prays Isha in Jama'ah, Fajr in Jama'ah, and he stays in his sitting place, remembering Allah, and and he prays two rakats after sunrise, then he will have the reward of Hajj complete, 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 tamman, tamman, tamman. So inshallah, it's opportunity, at least in these days, we have hajj, inshallah. Huh? Allahu Akbar. وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَدْنَا We read that. الشاهد أن المؤمن يعبد الله Just five more minutes. Then we can then we can get the reward for hajj, inshallah. وَأَنْ الْمُؤْمِنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَيَفْعَلُ مَا فَعَلَ وَهُوَ مُسْتَحْذِرُ رُؤْيَةَ اللَّهِ The believer, he believes in Allah. And he does what he does. As he's doing it. He, he is conscious that Allah is watching him. That is Ihsan. And he is certain that Allah knows and is watching him about in those affairs that he's doing secretly, and those affairs that he's thinking about in his heart. And so he does that which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, Alam tara anna Allah ya'lamu ma fi samawati wa fi don't you see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is in the heavens and the earth? مَا يَكُونُ مِنْ نَجْوَى ثَلَاثَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ رَابِعُهُمْ وَلَا خَمْسَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ سَادِسُهُمْ وَلَا أَذْنَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَلَا أَكْثَرٍ Even a less amount of people or more, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala مَعَهُمْ أَيْنَمَا كَانُوا is with them wherever they are. Subhanahu wa ta'ala by his knowledge. ثُمَّ يُنَبِّئُهُمْ بِمَا عَمِلُوا Then he will tell them what they used to do. يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَ this is that level of ihsan. Where you are conscious Allah is watching you. Maqam al-mushahada. Allah is watching you, seeing you, what you're doing. لَأَنْهُ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ كَأَنَّهُ يَرَاهُ He's worshipping Allah though, <coughs> as though he sees him. Mukhlisan, sincerely to him. Mustash'iran بِأَنَّ اللَّهِ يَرَاهُ Having that feeling that Allah is watching you. وَدَالِكَ يَدْفَعُوا إِلَى الْإِخْلَاسِ That pushes you to ikhlas. That pushes you to sincerity. And to fulfill these obligations upon the correct manner not doing bid'ah but fulfilling this obligation upon the way of Rasulullah so he will be from the muhsineen from the righteous insha'Allah and that is the highest form of iman he'll be a muhsin Umar radir anhu Umar radir anhu mentioned at the end of that hadith فَلَبِثْتُ مَلِيَّ فَلَبَثَ مَلِيَّا then he stayed for a period of time. And it is said for three days. Then Sail. Do you know who the questioner is? So the so Prophet said, so Umar said, Allah Rasul Allah and his messenger know best. He said, He came to teach you religion. So Allah sent Jibreel alayhi salatu salam to Muhammad to show him the student of knowledge how he should be 
and he's asking questions. Why is he asking questions? Many questions, many people do not ask these kind of questions. But this question, I was asking questions with answers to, so that the, you know what a Muslim is and the pillars of Islam are and you know what Iman is and the pillars of Iman are and you know what Ihsan is. So one by one he was answered such that you come to know what is Islam, what is Iman and what is Ihsan. You come to know your deen. That was Jibreel who came to teach you religion. Arafu arkan al-Islam wal-Iman wal-Ihsan. Arafu maratib al-Din kulliha. Hadahu al-Din. Huwa al-Khalasah. Ma jaa fi al-Quran. That is what has come from the Quran and Sunnah. This is what Allah has commanded us with. Commanded the Ummah with. وَأَتَّصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا So hold all together to the drop of Allah and do not be divided. And Allah said, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا دُخُلُوا فِي السِّلْمِ كَافَةً Or you believe, enter into Islam wholeheartedly. لا تترك شيئا من الإسلام وتقول هذا قشور وهذا لب Don't leave anything from Islam and say this is the yoke and this is, and this is important and this is not. الآن العقيدة عند بعض الناس قشور Some people say that عقيدة is like the eggshell. It's not the real aspect. It's not really important. The eggshell. استهانوا بها فأهانهم الله. They didn't give importance to it. They left it. They neglected it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala neglected them. لا يرفع الله. لا يرفع الله هذا الذل عن هذه الأمة. Allah will not remove this humiliation from this ummah until they return to their deen completely. The deen which is in this hadith of Jibreel. What is Islam? What is Iman? And what is Ihsan? This is the deen. They return to it. And it has branches. And it has branches that have not been mentioned in this hadith. But these usul have been mentioned. And you must hold on to the other affairs as well that haven't been mentioned in this hadith, but in other hadith. They are mentioned. There are aspects in the heart, such as loving Allah. The person is not a believer until he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And tawakkul likewise, reliance upon Allah. You're not a person not be a mu'min unless he relies upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah says, وَعَلَى اللَّهِ فَتَوَكَّلُوا إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Upon Allah, you should rely if you are true believers. هُنَاكَ الرَّغْبَ وَالرَّهْبَ وَالْخَوْفِ مِنَ اللَّهِ And these aspects of الرَّغْبَ and الرَّهْبَ which is desire to worship Allah and also or having fear from Allah. These are all aspects of Iman that the person must bring to be a mu'min, to be a believer. فَهِيَ مُرْعَظِيمًا دَلَّتْ عَلَيْهَا تِلْكَ الْمَبَانِ الْعَظِيمًا So these are great aspects which these pillars have uh, alluded to. تِلْكَ أُصُولُهَا وَهَذِهِ دَعَائِمْ إِلَى جَانِبِهَا وَتَقْوِيهَا وَتُقَوِّيهَا وَهَذِهِ الْأَعْمَالِ الْقَلْبِيَّةِ لَا بُدَّ مِنْهَا So there are actions of the heart which you must bring and the person will not be a mu'min unless he brings these aspects. And also the as actions which are apparent, these actions like bir al-walidayn, being righteous to one's parents, sirat al-arham, keeping ties of kinship with relatives, and other than that. They are not mentioned in this hadith, but this is also from the deen. And this is also from the branch of these affairs, or the importance of affairs which also we must hold on to. So the pillars have been mentioned of Islam, 
in the general sense, and Iman in the general sense, but there are other aspects of Iman that one must fulfill, and other aspects of Islam that one must fulfill, such that the person to be upon Islam and be upon Iman Then Shaykh Rabbi Abdullah, at the end, he says, أَسْأَلَ اللَّهَ تَبَارَكُ وَتَعَالَى يُوَفِّقِ الْأُمَّةِ الْإِسْلَامِيَّةِ لِلْتَمَسُّكْ بِدِينِهَا We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he blesses the ummah, Islamic ummah, that they hold on to their deen and they return. Naam, they return for the one, for example, who falls short in any aspect of Islam, or he misses any aspect of Islam, that he returns to it. <laughs> to practicing it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take by their forelocks to aid them to the truth. And he gives the Muslim ummah that izzah, that honor, and he blesses them with al-Islam just as he blessed those who came before them with al-Islam from the sahaba, the tabi'een, those who followed them upon righteousness. Inna rabbala sami'u dua wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Muhammad um, just a point that we wanted to mention that it wasn't mentioned here is in the hadith of Jibreel at the end the uh, the hour was Matasa'a Jibreel asked when is the hour and the Prophet said the one who's been questioned knows no more than the questioner and then he asked about what, is, what are the signs of the hour the Amaratiha and he mentioned Antara Al Hufat Al Ala Tariya Ashaita Tawaluna Filbunyan that you see the barefooted, open chested, destitute individuals. They are competing uh, shepherds, they are competing with building tall buildings. That is mentioned in the hadith. Antara al Ala Tariya. And he said also, and that the the slave girl gives birth to her owner. And some of the scholars said that this could mean that the daughters become undutiful to their parents, to their parents, or the one that reared them and cultivated them. This is from the signs of the hour. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and aid us and accept this as be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala